Today is Tuesday, December 6th. The title for our devotional is The People of God. Yesterday we saw that Matthew opens his gospel with the revelation that Jesus is the fulfillment of Israel. Remember, Matthew is writing to a primarily Jewish audience. The popular Jewish teaching of Jesus' day contained a number of misconceptions about the Messiah and his work. One is that the Messiah's work and kingdom would be limited to the people of Israel. Under the new covenant of Christ, however, we now know that the Messiah's aim was to gather the people of God from all corners of the earth. His people are not limited to the people of Israel, but has expanded to people from every nation, tribe, and tongue. Everyone who claims the name of the Lord Jesus will be saved. Paul reminds us that tracing one's lineage back to Abraham was never the qualification, actually, for being a part of the people of God. Romans 9, 6-8, Paul writes, It is not as though God's word had failed, for not all who are descended from Israel are Israel, nor because they are his descendants are they all Abraham's children. On the contrary, it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. He quotes the Old Testament there. In other words, it is not the children by physical descent who are God's children, but it is the children of the promise who are regarded as Abraham's offspring. What he's saying here is that justification has always been by faith, as Abraham himself believed and was counted righteous, as he says in Romans 4.3, uh, 4.13, and 16, and 5.1. It's not just one's genealogy that indicates one being a part of the people of God. It is God's election, justification through faith, and subsequent adherence to the way of God that indicates one's acceptance into the people of God. It has always been this way, and it always will be. This is seen even in the themes of Matthew's opening genealogy. To discover the themes of Matthew's genealogy, we need to look for the ways in which he diverges from a typical genealogy. Mostly, he diverges when he mentions women. It is rather unique that he would do so at all in a patriarchal culture, so each time he does, it is likely for a specific reason. One of his reasons is to counter the Jewish nationalists of his day. His mention of Rahab and Ruth in verse 5 points to the theme that the people of God extends beyond just those who have the blood of Abraham in their veins, and it has always been this way. Rahab, if you'll remember, was a prostitute in Jericho who housed the spies of Israel when they came into the promised land. This means she was a Canaanite. Because of her kindness to the spies, she was spared the destruction that came on the city of Jericho. In Joshua 6.25, we read that Rahab lived among the people of Israel in the day that the book itself, Joshua, that is, was written. Apparently, she was also a female ancestor of Boaz. This is likely all that is meant in the text. Literally, it says Boaz came out of Rahab. To say that she was directly his mother would cause some chronological problems, so it's likely that she was a distant uh, ancestor of his. Boaz, if you'll remember, became the husband of Ruth. She was the Moabite daughter-in-law to Naomi. Again, emphasis on Moabite. Naomi's husband and sons all died, and Ruth remains faithful to her. She gives up her hope of an easy life in Moab and travels back to Israel with Naomi. In the culture and the leveret marriage custom of their day, Ruth was Naomi's only hope for provision. So Ruth left her people, and as an immigrant, joined the people of Israel in the hope of marrying into a household where she and Naomi would be cared for. Hers is a story of loyal love that goes way beyond what was expected of her. The book of Ruth was likely written in part as a polemic against those who would have argued that David did not deserve to be king because he had Moabite and Canaanite ancestry. The story of Rahab and Ruth demonstrate that it is not ancestry that determines the people of God, but election and again adherence to the way of Yahweh. God chose David to be king through the prophet Samuel, 
Rahab and Ruth demonstrated greater faithfulness and trust in God than most Israelites of their day. Ruth demonstrated loyal love, one of the primary attributes of God, to Naomi, risking great danger and cost to herself. As Paul said earlier then, acceptance into the people of God has never been through ancestry to Abraham, but through God's sovereign election, applied by faith, and worked out through adherence to the way of Yahweh. It is through these foreigners whom God brought the Messiah. For reflection time today, thank God for his cosmic work of redemption for all people from every nation, tongue, and tribe. Imagine yourself in the heavenly scene of Revelation 5, where a great, diverse multitude stands before the throne of God, singing and praising him. 